Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, joining us uh, on SENZ for breakfast this morning is Matty Johns. You've been uh, good enough to get out of bed so early. Um, <laughs> mate, how you been, Matty? How's things going leading into Christmas? Campy, I'm going good. Izzy, how you going, mate? I just, I, I, I've been out of bed for about half an hour. I had to get up early and milk the goat. And so, um... <laughs> <laughs> that goat's still alive. Yeah, the goat's still alive, mate. Just want to make sure we've got some of that tasty cheese for Christmas. Is that, you do name that Joey, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, the goat would take offence. <laughs> oh, mate, just how how good is it leading into Christmas, Matty? Like, you you know, you get all excited. You know when you come back that pre-season um, basically starts the trials, the the you know the nights. Hopefully with a with a decent halfback next year. <laughs> At least they got a coach uh-huh. that can coach him with Joey to coach in the halfback. How how are we looking, mate? How's Newcastle looking for next year? Oh, Campy, it, it's it's difficult to say. Um, I mean, what they what they're aiming to do is they're, I mean they're, they're aiming to do a North Queensland. You know, apparently, it's the toughest they've trained for a long, long time. Uh, there was a trend in the game, like, you know, the game, it's a little bit like one coach sneezes, they all get the flu, is that, mate, you know, if someone has a method they go with and then everyone sort of goes that way. And for a while it was under-trained in the off-season. Uh, that worked for a couple of sides. Surprise, surprise, they the best teams. The teams that under-trained who weren't the good teams personally come to the bottom half of the table. And, uh, and so last year, Todd Payton, bucked the trend, North Queensland, mm. and just punished them through the off-season. And the Knights have sort of taken a leaf out of that book, which I, I agree with, because, you know, if, you, if you're a little bit short on, on talent, you've got to make it up in other areas, as you know, Kempi. And so, mate, uh, so they're training really hard. The crucial thing's going to be with Kalen, of course. Um, mm. He's had a tough, couple of tough years. And, uh, you know, if he can play upwards of 20 or more games, and I, I think they'll have a pretty good season. I think they'll push into around the mid-table. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Jackson Hastings fits in as well because I sort of think what, the difficult thing with a lot of the sides now, and particularly now with the Dolphins coming in as well, is there's just there's not a lot of player movement. There, you know, like, there, there hasn't been. And so as a result, mate, a lot of the sides do panic buying like when COVID was on, just whatever's available, they compete and try to grab. Knights have had a little bit of that, but you know, I think Hastings would be a good signing for him and he'll take pressure off Caitlin. So, look, Kenfi, I think we're a chance of moving into the mid-table, but I'd be really surprised if we're, you know, if we get, you know, if we're a top-four team, that's for sure. 
bringing up Kalen Ponga and, and his um, so how's his head like his headspace obviously concussions his body and and himself as a person like he's he's probably the most scrutinised player in the NRL at the moment he's always been followed you know everyone's wanting to know every step he's taking out in the public the golf courses he's playing like, there's so much yep. pressure on the young kid are you, are you spending a lot of time with him to help him overcome those those situations no nah. Israel, I spent I spent no time with him I, I, because, mate, mm. I don't want his problems to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. you know, as as Kempi will tell you, like Israel, Newcastle is a really football mad city, and you know, mm. most of that is positive. The other side of it, if the side isn't going well, or you, you know, then you know it can be it can be a little tough and unforgiving. And of course. Kalen has been the highest paid player and he's the star up there. And, you know, I suppose rightfully so, people, people look to, to him. Uh, and the other thing, I, I think Kalen gets um, misunderstood a fair bit. Like, mm. like uh, people sort of expect a certain thing from their rugby league players and they want standard and, uh, answers and things like that. Kalen's kid who's very much left to centre. And so sometimes they'll ask him a question and he'll reply in a certain way and they'll take that as, you know, they'll take that as him trying to be you know, a bit of a smart-ass. Um, and so I, I think to an extent he is very much understood. He isn't a typical rugby league player. You know, he doesn't think that way. He's sort of, he's sort of I wouldn't say hippie, but he's an arty sort of kid. So I, I look, I, the, the crucial thing for Kalen is just, you know, staying on the park. You know, when he stays on the yeah. park and he has consistent football, you know he's going to fight because he's just a mega talent. So that that's a really important thing for the Knights. And yeah, I think he'll have a good season. All the signs are there. Apparently, he's training really good. I'm happy he didn't go away on the on the World Cup tour. That you know, he can dedicate his whole time to uh, you know getting ready for this season or next season. Maddie, I don't know whether you've seen it, mate, but they're talking about talent on the field. I talk about no talent off the field. What about Jerome Luai, mate, at uh, Brian Tour's wedding? Have you seen that? <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. What would you think? I'll tell you something. Oh, oh, mate. He's special, Put it this way. Wow. I, I don't want him speaking at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll that... tell you something, mate. It, it is only... It's, uh, that, that that speech has only been matched by my brother Andrew's speech at my wedding. They gave him the microphone, and this is when he was 22. He had no idea what he was supposed to do. Um, he basically thanked the priest, the waiters, the waitresses, um, and then basically slagged me off for the next 20 minutes, and and that was it. And it was that was the best man speech. So, um, yeah. Put it this way, Joey won't be throwing these stones at Jerome because uh, he wasn't crash on. He made actually, he he made uh, like he made uh, Jerome sound like Barack Obama. You know, so uh, <laughs> it's, uh, that poor Joey was. Hey, let's let's just stick stick on that topic for a moment. What's it like, mate, at the John's household over Christmas time? Oh, 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 oh mate, can't be. We. Uh, You've got no idea some of the stuff that has gone on, like you know, and uh, yeah. Well, I saw. No, I better not say one. There's been a, there's been a few things. What we do, right? Because you know, it's, it's, 
you know, the, the you know what happens a lot, you know, is, as you know, families tend to dis, can disperse a little bit, you know, and there's you know in laws and all sorts of stuff, and particularly <laughs> with us because Andrew's onto his third wife with three different kids, so that gets tricky. You know, he's, he's here, there, and everywhere. He's at South Coast, he's up north, he's here, there, mate. So we decide, right? what we do is a couple of weeks before Christmas, we all get together and have lunch, you know, and then, you know, that that sort of does it. Um, and there's always something that goes on. And the latest one was we met up at the Central Coast at Gosford halfway for Mum and Dad. And the whole family's there anyway. The old man and Joey have been blueing. They're not talking. So both of them were saying they're not going to come. Anyway, we dragged him there. Uh, Joey tried to get it cancelled. He said, "He said, oh, I think I might have COVID." We said, "No, it's easy. Just do a test." Of course, come back negative, and we we had to drag him there. And then he walks in, right? So we walk in, and everyone's, oh, you know, at this restaurant. It's great to see everyone. He goes, "Mate, we're going to order so I can get back." The surf's good, and I'm like, "Mate, it's like." family Christmas. Anyway, he and the old man sat at either end of the tables and just sort of stared at each other. I had a ball. I just, I loved it. I, <laughs> mate, I just, I just, because they're just, they're one in the same. And I said, right, okay, uh, where's the boxing ring? Let's get this over and done with. So, but, uh, yeah, it's always campy. It's all, it's always eventful. There's some, been some pretty crazy stuff go on, which I'd I'm guessing. Well, I, I, you, you understand. Oh, yes. And I, I'm, I, I, you be my, you be my neighbour in Newcastle, mate. I understand only too well. Hey, mate, let's just talk a little bit more. We'll jump back into rugby league here. There's been some changes, yep. mate. Full Gould. It looks like he's making a run at the cutter here with all the signings. I've got to check their salary cap. It looks like he's got Nick Pilatus's book. Um, and then you're, look, you're looking at the Dolphins coming in for the first time. There's so many new coaches with Seabold. Um, of course, Webster here at the Warriors. What's taken yeah. your eye at the moment, mate? The, the moves by Full Gould or just the lack of moves by um, other clubs in around it? Penrith, and what about Penrith? Do they just run and run yeah. it again next year? Well, Penrith, have, they've got just all these brilliant young guys coming through and um, they're, they're about to, what we've seen with kick out moving on, uh, you know, they lost Burton, but, they, you know, but what happened is, you know, is, as you know, mate, when, when young players start to get better and you win competitions, then suddenly, you know, you've got to start to disperse players and you've got to make a decision too. You know, they've got some of the best young players in the game and they have to make a decision, you know, do we lose one of our, you know, 29, 30-year-old players or do we lose, you know, three or four of our best young 19, 20-year-olds? And you can see at the moment that they're... They, they, Starting to go down the ladder, you know, bad to have let Villiani go, big loss. I oh, look, I think they're going to, look, if you've got the best halfback in the competition, which they have, and, and they've got the Jerome there, of course, um, after dinner speaker extraordinaire, and, you know, some of the other guys, you know that they're going to be, uh, they're, they're going to go really close. The Roosters will be, the three best players coming out of the World Cup were James Tedesco, Joseph Suali'i, and um, and uh, Joey Manu, mm, how, how mate, good! Three, so those three blokes in that rooster side, mate, they're going to be they're my favourites to win it. Bulldogs are really interesting. Bulldogs hold a lot of appeal for halves. Like I, I Mitchell Moses, they're in a hell of a fight. The Eels to hold on to Mitchell Moses because Gus has come knocking. And I, if I'm 
you look at if you're Mitchell Moses looking across the Bulldogs and you're going, okay, well they got Burden, they've just picked up Remani, they got Viliami Kikau. You're starting to go, man, that club starts to hold a fair bit of appeal. So Parramatta at that spot the moment where they've had to let players go and they've got, they've got Dylan Brown and they've got Mitchell trying to hold on to them. If, tell you what, if they lose both of them, yeah, that sets them back a long, long way. So, And the Dolphins, is in, that's an interesting one. Look, the, the Dolphins, I think they'll be around mid-table. People are saying, you know, near the bottom, but, you know, Wayne's like, and they've got an experience packed. That, but the challenge for the Dolphins is going to be, in you know, once the Bromwich boys retire and Felice, is filling those spots because, like we said before, is there's just there's very little player movement. There's, it, it's so hard to get a, a quality player out of another club. And what about our Warriors, Matty? What about Andrew Webster and, and the Warriors? Any hope for us Kiwis over here? Is, is it our year? Israel, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be your year. Now, I, I tell you what, he's, he's got a good reputation, Andrew Webster. Like he, By all reports, uh, mate, clever guy, um, good man manager, players really like him. A change of coach always makes a, gives a, a side a little bit of a kick along. Um Mate, it's, I just like to see, like, like I remember when the whenever the Warriors really play good, they play their style of football. Like, I, I'd, I think they need to have a look and return to that Kiwi style of football rather than trying to play diet Australian football. As you know, like in different places, like I was chatting to this, I was chatting to someone the other day about this. New, New South Wales and Queensland. Like, just play different styles of football. New South Wales try to play a more technical game. Queensland like to play a game based on just effort. Whereas, you know, in the Kiwis, like, you know, traditionally the Kiwis played a great power game and then played off offloads and, you know, played with a lot of flair. And bit by bit, and I suppose Australian coaches have been, you know, largely responsible for this, they've sort of morphed back into that cookie-cutter style mm-hmm. of football that a lot of clubs play in Australia. They're going to return and establish their own team. You can't beat the top teams just playing a lesser version of what they do. You've got to, you've got to break. You've got to, you've got to break the mold. Like that's what, that's what Todd Payton did last year. It was very good. Is that the Cowboys played a sideline to sideline style of football that just now bucked the trend and they were rewarded for it. And the Warriors have got to do the same. Okay, I, I can agree with you 100%, Matty. That was such a an insight into. Um the Matty Johns uh, book on what the, what needs to happen here at the Warriors. Mate, just before we let you go, I'm just going to ask you, we are, we've, been asked, we've been asked this question this week, I want to ask you the question. Santa's coming, mate. What's he got in his sack for you? What are you hoping you get this, this Christmas? <laughs> oh, right, okay. So it's one of those things, like my wife, when she buys a present, buys, it, it's, well, she, she obviously looks and says, right, what does she need? So last year, wait for this, she bought me a paper shredder. <laughs> I didn't even know that was still a thing. <laughs> there you go. So this year, can't be, I'm not holding my breath. Who knows, mate? I might get a fax machine. <laughs> well, mate, I hope that Trish fills your, fills your sack with something. And uh, thanks a lot for joining us on SEM for <laughs> breakfast with Izzy and Kippy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way to finish, Kevin. Good on you, boys. Have a good Christmas.